Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday. It is December 20th. And uh, after a green day yesterday, looks like maybe we have a tinge of red this morning. We'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. Before we do that, though, let's not forget that there are so many things in this world that you and I, we, we have no control over. However, you can control your investment portfolio by knowing how much risk you have in your portfolio and how much risk you should have in your portfolio based on your current circumstances and how close you are to retirement. That's why I developed the core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. With that, we've got Dave coming up next. 5.7 Light FM REO Speedway there. Hi, it's 8.43 now, running a little late, so let's get right to the money numbers, because they're generally pretty good again at the moment. How is Wall Street treating you this morning? Let's go downtown and check in with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services, who's on the line. Philip, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Dave. Doing doing well today as we count down to Christmas. And hey, the markets have been delivering some Christmas gifts to seem like day after day, but there might be a little tinge of red today, Dave. But eventually, you got to take some profits somewhere. If Alan Greenspan were in front of a microphone, he'd be screaming irrational exuberance because uh, you and I were both looking at it and I said, what the heck cost us to go up 252 points in the Dow yesterday? And both of us looked at it and said, huh? Oh, no, just the amateurs are getting on board and starting to buy like chiclets, aren't they? Uh, you know, at some point it becomes a fear of missing out. And the problem is, is the fear of missing out happens at the top of the curve before everything kind of starts to take a rest. And, uh, and, and I think according to a couple of articles I've read um, yesterday and today, is it that the rest could be coming um, in January. Yeah, well, you and I have been blowing the horn for a long time that the the absolute number of profits got to catch up with the stock price eventually, and that's that's going to require a little bit of flattening out. And I mentioned when we first got on the phone this morning that fear and greed index that I follow is now solidly into the area of extreme greed. And when that happens, I start thinking bubble time, don't you? Uh, yeah, I do, Dave, because, again, that's the amateurs starting to jump in, thinking they missed out, and they're reallocating their 401ks and, and everything else back into the market at the exact wrong time. Absolutely. On the other hand, everything generally coming up roses. The one economic report that comes out in the morning is the, the Mortgage Bankers Association Mortgage Application Index. Uh, that's probably, and I think you and I pretty well agreed, that's probably just a seasonal downtick who, uh, who applies for a mortgage on the week before Christmas. But it did drop by 1.5%. However, there's going to be some pent-up demand there, because I noticed the uh, ticker this morning looking at it. You've been observing the 10-year bond rate. We're at 10-year federal bond is now down this morning down to the neighborhood of 3.87 percent now for history's sake anybody that doesn't follow it it was up above five for the longest time so that drives mortgages down are you there yeah yeah you drop uh, you just drop you went blank there for a minute so you know oh, it yeah. does drive mortgages down and and the 30 year even has a bigger effect and it's sitting right at a square four percent and and i can't remember the last time i saw it at, at straight four four even 
Yeah, it's been a long time since we've seen something under under one point, under under four or five percent of those federal bond numbers. Uh, overseas, I got some good news in terms of some macro numbers. Inflation in the United Kingdom came out this morning. They were expecting it to be hold about four four and a half percent. Came down to three point nine percent. So the British markets are happy, and being a big trading partner with us, seeing uh, our major trading partners doing well, that's good news for us as well. So there is some world wide data coming in. I did note to you that the uh, the Shanghai index on the other pond side, uh, the mainland Chinese markets, they've been down regularly. Well, the Shanghai index officially is now in bear market territory. It's a 22% below its peak mid-year, mid-year this year. So uh, over on the other side of the fence, the Chinese are not doing particularly well, and we've been getting those numbers out of them now for some time. Their growth rate is really, really slowed, and now their market's showing it as well. It's officially hit bear territory as of yesterday yeah that's um everything else you know goes in cycles right we were kind of the bear market and they they weren't and so um cycles come around and it's it's their turn to be there Absolutely, and uh, it, it, there isn't really an indication of any great change either. The trend's been inexorably down for the last few weeks. Otherwise, we're going to get some stuff later on today that could drive the market one direction or another. There were some home sales numbers. Existing home sales due out a little bit later on this morning. They're expecting it, and it looks like pretty well flat from the last report that we had, right? Uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's basically in line with the last month. So we'll see what happens. And then consumer confidence is expected to tick up just a little bit. And that comes out about 10 o'clock as well. And that might actually be a market mover, given the fact that we're hitting the end of a really heavy consumer-driven season. If it goes down, that might change people's moods a little bit midway through the day, I'd expect. Uh, I, I think so, yeah, because that's going to be uh, a December number. That's everybody's expectations for, for the, this month. So, yeah. And obviously the Christmas sales season is going to make a big difference as to what we're talking about when those reports come out. A few reports, actually, from the companies that trade on the exchanges. I gather FedEx didn't have the most favorable guidance possible, huh? Well, they didn't. Not only guidance day, but they had a a bad quarter. Um, their, uh, their, Their last quarter, they missed their estimates on both the top and bottom line. It's their second fiscal second quarter. Um, they came in at $3.99 versus the $4.18 that was expected. Um, and, and they missed um, revenue by about three-tenths of a billion. So, you know, not not good on the last quarter. And then, obviously, like you said, they lowered the full-year revenue guidance. And so they're getting hammered this morning uh, down 11%. I'm trying to remember, wasn't but a year or so ago that Amazon got into a tiff with FedEx and pulled their business from Federal Express? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, you don't get anything from Amazon through FedEx anymore. Yeah, I didn't think so. I thought it was FedEx that got into the tiff with, well, they're now paying the price with a, a softer season than they expected. bunch of other companies, some things that we've actually heard of that reported, right? Yeah, General Mills reported, you know, a big cereal company, and they uh, they reported second quarter uh, revenue was a little light of expectations as well. Um, they missed by about $200 million. And, um, and so that was off. They did beat on earnings, though, by about $0.10 cents a share. Um, their organic net sales were down 2% year over year, even though they've been able to raise prices pretty strongly. Um, and so they've got them trading down a little over 4.1% this morning. 
Not, not fun. Other no. indications for God. So, so the last one I have for you is Winnebago. And as you can expect, Winnebago uh, didn't do quite as well. They missed their expectations for the quarter. They expected to earn about $1.18 a share. They only earned $1.06. Um, revenue, get this number, Dave, fell 20% year over year. Holy crap. Well, you know, it's one of those things that when interest rates go up, Who's going to go buy an RV? You know, it, it becomes a lot more expensive. And they've had to drop their prices to uh, compensate for interest rates, I'm sure. So they're trading down almost 4.5% this morning. Yeah, and that's generally considered a luxury purchase, so it doesn't exactly get a lot of the zero financing incentives the cars do, right? That's exactly right. Pretty good. Setting the table again for the morning. It was another really good day on Wall Street yesterday. The Dow was up the better part of seven tenths of a percent. Standard and Poor's was up about six tenths of a percent. And uh, NASDAQ was up by almost two thirds of a percent. And we're in nosebleed territory in all of the major indexes. 45 minutes before we open this morning, what's happening? Well, I got a little ready this morning, Dave. We got the Dow. Down uh, $55, and we've got the S&P 500 down almost $8. NASDAQ 100 is down $34. And uh, the, Hassel, the Russell 2000 is actually in the best shape. It's down less than a dollar. So um, small caps are, uh, are hanging in there this morning. Now, on the other side, we've got silver up almost a half a percent to $24.42 an ounce. Gold is trading the other way, down almost three-tenths of a percent. Crude oil is making a huge jump this morning again, Dave, up almost one and a half percent to $75 a barrel right now. I'm not sure I understand why that is, because generally when China ends up looking really el stinko, that means slower growth. But as long as it stays under 75 or so, I'll stay relatively okay. The overseas markets at uh, this hour, the close this morning, the Asian rim markets mostly all up except for the mainland Chinese, Shanghai and Shenzhen composites, both off by more than a percent this morning. That's what drove them into, uh, into bear market territory. European markets are evenly up, not big time, but up. And the European index overall up about, oh, called about a uh, little over 1.7% uh, or so. Uh, not half bad halfway through their business day. Getting my retirement on board without going crazy and going into risky equities 10 years before I retire sounds like advice is needed. How do I get the risk out of my retirement portfolio and still make some money? Absolutely, Dave. That's why we created the core retirement design to help people design that retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863 385-382-0037. Discuss your core retirement analysis. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning about the same time to tell you what's going on in the market up to the minute. Philip, you have a good day, and we'll catch you then, all right? All right, you too, Dave. Be well, my friend. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. You can't see it, but you should. Hey, folks, again, I hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you again tomorrow, same time, same place. Join us then for the Dave and Phil Show. Take care. Have a great day. Bye now.